Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Look alive, Fringers. It's 2099 and we are live and loud in the underground. From the streets to the scar. Keep your chip hidden, your gun loaded, and never trade your soul for souls. Turn it up and let them know. Big Brother is watching. Time to put on a show. Hello, Fringers. Happy Halloween. Howdy, gatekeepers and keymasters. Welcome to episode nine of Neon Trails, an identical actual play. I'm your game runner, the Caleb G. It's Halloween. We're here to hang out. We all gave out candy. We're all hopped up on sugar. Let's say hello to our spooky cast, who definitely knows how to answer when someone asks if they're a god. First up, listen, do you smell something? It's Mallow playing Galen. In the spot, wearing a bear, I am Revenant. Punch it in your Googler. Check Merriam-Webster. I'm talking to these mutant teens, splintering, making sure the foot won't win again. Wow. I feel like we all learned something. That was, that was <laughs> educational. The more you know. Next up, human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. It's wild. Playing B. I had something to say, but I want to know what a Googler is now and where to punch it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a hacker on the team, so. Damn. Uh, let's make sure we tell him about the Twinkie. It's Pete playing dog. Hey, howdy, my little booters. It's your boy, Pooter. I'm here <laughs> and ready to go. Yeehaw. And um, there was another thing I was going to say, but hey, have fun. Bye. Uh, let's split up. We can do more damage that way. It's Lauren playing draw. I had something too, but I immediately lost it. Hello and good evening. Thank you for joining us and buckle up. And why worry? He's carrying an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on his back. It's Ethan playing Mox. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. I'm forgetting the next line, but then the funk of 40,000 years. I can never do what Vincent Price did, so I'm not even going to try. The thriller. <sighs> Let's get into some usual housekeeping before we devolve into further shenanigans. Identico is live every Tuesday right here. Twitch.tv slash Identico. Alternating games of Cast Incorporated and Neon Trails every week at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can always catch up on those episode archives, how to play videos and other shenanigans on YouTube.com slash Identico. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a comment, tell us your favorite candy. Uh, make sure to follow us also on the socials. So for announcements and news, look for us at Identico or at Humanoid Games. And while you're online, visit playidentico.com to pick up the basic core rules for free. Buy the book, uh, check out The Good Doctor and whatever else we have uh, up there in the store. Uh, speaking of stores, if you're in Dayton this weekend, there'll be a real store you can go to at a catacomb. Yes, there is. 
<laughs> and if you're live with us right now, uh, throw something in the chat. Give us some points for rerolls. We might need them this week. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, check out our show affiliate Greenleaf Geek for some very cool dice. Uh, Mallow, you got anything else to say tonight? Nah, that's it. Let's go in here and tussle with some monsters. Let's go. All right. Let's recap last week. The crew dealt with the onslaught of several massive skull-headed horned monstrosities. The fight started with a lucky shot from Mox, splattering the inside of the Winnebago with gore, and ended with B and Draw leaping out of the Winnebago, landing superhero style to get to Z's truck. They drove into the night and away from danger, probably. After stopping for a rest, during which Galen recorded an intriguing voice memo, Drawl checked the photos of the dead courier they found and realized the claw marks matched the ones that now cover the Winnebago. But they drove on, finally reaching their destination, a settlement of five shacks in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Galen approached one of the shacks after seeing someone peek out. The individual who had eerily familiar all-black eyes told Galen to get back in his truck, saying they were out there. Galen turned back to the crew only to see a group of creatures emerging from the pre-dawn darkness to surround them all. And that is where we're going to pick up uh, Galen, you have turned back to your friends. There's a whole bunch of monsters real close by. Uh, Galen, Galen will look at them. Uh, he will turn back to the door and uh, just kind of say, like, who are they? Who are they? What's a they? Why is a they? <laughs> Are you talking to the door? Are you pounding on the door? What What are you? Uh, he's talking to the door at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you hear a little bit of a scuffle. Uh, and you hear some muffled voices. And uh someone one voice rises over the other no no we have to move and like you hear a body being moved and you <laughs> then you hear uh like a chink 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 as multiple locks and deadbolts are undone the door opens and there is a an older woman standing there Hurry, come, come inside, quick, get everybody. Come, come, come. Uh, Galen's going to turn back to where the Winnebago is and be like, lock it up. Oh, we booking it. We've seen some shit on this travel. We booking Hell it. Yeah. We are not risking anything at this point. Right. <laughs> All right. So everybody uh, runs down this little... A uh, very small little dusty hill into this kind of low-lying spot where these shacks were. Behind you, you hear not a howling, but like a like a low rumble, like 
like there is a building pressure almost and you've got that sense that something is right behind you but you don't want to look over your shoulder like you've got that feeling of a, of a presence or a body way too close to you right behind you uh but you are all able to make it to this shack without incident does everybody go inside yeah. yeah, that's probably uh, the wisest option. We don't Hunt split the party. Has his uh, handgun out though, as he runs in, because not so sure about these people I'm running into a confined space with. Oh, absolutely! And as as everyone piles into this door, you take a quick assessment of the room. You see, you get that impression of. Uh, rough furniture, rough living, not really a camp, but not well put together furniture somewhere in the middle. Like you're taking a very quick visual impression of it. You see maybe three or four people sitting there. Uh, you definitely see some weapons. You see uh, some machetes. You see some shotguns. Uh, you also see that the it's like a one room that you're in, but then that you see a hallway going deeper into this hill that the shack was built into. So it's not like you're running into a one room little little house on the prairie. You're running into kind of the foyer of something that goes deeper underground. So mm, not running Jamir into Clark. little house in the prairie, running into the hills have eyes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. Is there a uh, chainsaw which one in I this want room? To run into between Little House on the Prairie <laughs> and the Hills Have Eyes, because I have a very different vote. Uh, no, you do not see a chainsaw. Okay. Uh, so, so you you all move in. This uh, older woman that was holding the door open uh, immediately shuts it as the last of you runs in, uh, kind of catching your heels as the door closes. And she starts chunk, 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 uh, relocking, throwing all of these deadbolts. Uh, and then there's several uh, big beams that she like shunks, shunks into uh, little U brackets on either side of the door to really bar the door. And then she turns and she's not out of breath, but she takes a big sigh. That was way too close they are they are riled up today I'll tell you what who are y'all and why are you here uh well we have a delivery for you from and then he turns back to B and draw Fine, yeah, please <laughs> he turns back to B and draw and goes who are we delivering from again Zeke Zeke that's right Ze Zeke said he knows you all and was open to uh, take care of y'all. He sent a uh, care package out with us. It's oh. unfortunately out there. <clears throat> We're not yeah. going back out there, I don't think. Well, uh, yeah, once once uh, broad daylight, we can probably run out there and get a couple things. Yeah. 
Yeah, Zeke. Uh, I'm glad he sent that stuff. Definitely. So he, I was expecting him though. So did he just wrangle y'all into coming out for him? Did he bamboozle you? Did he bribe you? Volunteered. Oh. Well, isn't that nice? Bless your heart. Um, I to um change the conversation, but you um you said they several times. They are worked up. They. Is there any way we could get a um specific noun to go with this pronoun? Uh, the the things, the the monsters, the creatures, I, the 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 big old beasties with the skull heads. Uh, oh, those. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, them. That makes a lot more. Oh, there are more of them. And uh, I just noticed your horns that you're wearing. <laughs> God. <laughs> so sunglasses. <laughs> Negative on your perception check. Pretty. Uh, yep. So as Mox is talking to this person, you uh, a voice kind of cracks in. Very angry from one of the other individuals in this room. Oh, they probably brought him with them. We, we'd kept them off last time. We beat them back. And now they're, they're here again. And and this person that you're talking to snaps and says, you watch your mouth. They're bringing us supplies. Wait, I'm confused. Did you beat off the people who brought you supplies or the big monsters outside? And pardon me for asking. Uh, right. And, and is this is this that kind of party or what are we doing here? Because I didn't prepare for that kind of party. So the angry individual who had interrupted stands up. This is uh, a taller male presenting figure kind of wearing roughed up worn coveralls. You can see uh, it's unzipped a little bit at the chest and there's like a, a worn plant plaid flannel. I was going to say flannel. That's not a thing. Uh, Can be. Shirt. Could be. We do make up words here. Uh, heavy work boots, lots of dust, very clearly patched, repaired, and uh, they just get up and kind of storm off down that long hallway and they turn a corner and you don't see them. The woman who is talking to you, she says, I apologize. I'm sorry. I know y'all are out here to, to bring us stuff. <sighs> We're okay inside. They've never... Uh, they've never breached a house. They've we've encountered them <laughs> in other places, but they've never come into one of our houses. They've they've never. We're, we'll be fine. We'll, so probably. So, so so wait, are we talking like the nine foot tall thing with the claws and the skull for a head? And is that uh, what it is and stuff like that? that? That one, the slithery ones, the ones with the longer legs. Oh. All of them. Excuse me, the hmm? slithery ones. You're just blowing past this. I'm sorry. There's a lot going on right now. Can you go give me a little more, a little more here? Let's. We're all a little bit amped up. Let's sit down. Um, I got some coffee. Uh, I can I can make some breakfast. Uh, my name's Chef, Chef Hill. Thank you. Thank you for bringing the supplies out. Um, I I know Zeke from way back when. Um, I, I, we bought all of this stuff from Zeke when we came out here to mine. Let's, 
Let's take a second. Fair enough. My name's Galen. Pleasure. I'm B. I've known Zeke for a very long time, too. Uh, would you mind if we uh, send, like, a snap picture of us to show that we made it here safe and that if, you guys are safe? Hun, if your glow safe? works, ha try it. Please. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take out my glow. Look at it. Is it working? It is fluctuating between no service and one bar. Oh, I've played this game before. <laughs> Just got to send it when the one bar pops up. This should be fine. Here, let's take a picture real quick. So <laughs> she... <laughs> She is like in the middle of picking up uh, like a very rustic coffee pot kind of thing. And she just like looks at you. It's like it's that very awkward. She knows she should stop for a picture, but she doesn't know how to pose for a picture. <laughs> so she's like. Ugh. I relate. And then she holds it for a second too long after you've snapped it. Oh, OK. Not, not something she does a lot of. Bless your heart, Chef. Thank you. I hope he gets it. We've been, uh, we've not been able to communicate very much. It's, uh, something, something from the underground's blocking a lot of the signal. Something from the underground? Uh, Wait. Yeah. We, I'll show you. I'll show you. But here, here, please, y'all sit down. Um, I got a couple chairs against the wall over there. I got a, a stool uh, under under that table over there. Uh, I got some boxes, some crates, if you want to pull one of those up. Uh, we don't really entertain out here. We just work. Um, so she fixes up instant coffee. Um, she pulls some like freeze-dried reconstitute with hot water style breakfasts out of a out of a shelf out of a cupboard and serves some stuff up um, and she sits down and takes a long drink of coffee well um, so yeah these creatures these monsters um, we came out here to mine um, we, we'd heard tell that there was a, a vein of some minerals we could get to that, that and, and we figured we could dig them up and either bring them back to Solace or meet up with a, a merchant there and, and pass them on from one to the other and, and you know turn a couple souls but when we got out here and we set up camp these things started coming in at night and uh, at first they were kind of just disrupting our equipment. We didn't see them right away. We thought it was just malfunctions. We thought it was just the weather. And then um, one night we we caught one of them on, on a motion cam. And uh, yeah, we've been out here for whew, a few months, I think. Um, 
we tried to leave, but um, they they damaged our vehicles. So we're kind of stuck here. And she takes a long drink of coffee. So y'all trying to leave or y'all just doing your thing? Like y'all are mining, but where's the, where, how do you get, how do you make a profit? How do you live? Well, we, uh, we had started mining and then they started attacking our equipment and then we tried to leave but uh, then they broke our vehicles. So we were kind of stuck here. Um, so we, we've just kind of holed up and uh, we've been doing our best to stay alive and, and maybe they'll go away. Maybe it's like a, a territory thing or maybe we're hoping they'll migrate or we're hoping they'll forget about us at some point. How long has this been going on? Um, a few months we've been out here. Jesus Christ. And you didn't call for extract? You just called for supplies? Well, we asked Zeke to bring us stuff, and we were hoping that we could just catch a lift with him when he came out. Lift back. When did you ask Zeke for supplies? Uh, what day is it? Maybe... I think I talked to him maybe two weeks ago. Maybe this, you'll blame this on me, just being a little kooky. Um, you said, and we just saw that, um, the glows don't work too well out here. How did you send that method? Mm, one of the boys, uh, one of the boys, uh, took a, took a bike out. Kind of, kind of brave made a run. Lad. Very brave of him. Very brave. Good thing you have such brave lads around, eh? Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there, there's sometimes where we can kind of guess where where the the things are going to be, and we kind of distracted him. Did uh, and then he went the other way. You know, just just did tried he, it. Did he show back up? Is he okay? Oh yeah, yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Okay, because we definitely have met a couple of bikers out there. So I just wanted to check out. But yeah, um, I mean, y'all y'all came. I, I saw those two vehicles parked up on the ridge. Um, maybe, maybe when this clears up and, and, and that crew out there takes a, takes a nap, maybe we can all get out of here. Sounds like a plan. Um, do you happen to have room for us in the meantime for while we need to hunker down somewhere we can you know, recover, recuperate? That was a hell of an experience out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. The um, mo Most of what we did is built underground. So if we, if we take the tunnel back this way and hang left, uh, you can see where, where we've been living, where we've been working. Um, so so far they've they've never come underground 
So we've been good down there. And they've never come in the building either. <laughs> good locks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we and like she leans back and slaps the door. It's a good door. You can repel so many mutants with this door. Smacks it. Top notch. Great A. Hmm. But, but yeah, uh, if we head on back, I, I can take you. It's not that far walk. Galen is suspiciously looking around the room and just kind of looking at everybody else, trying to gauge how everybody is feeling about this. Going, Dog's getting a vibe. Can I make a perception roll? Uh, you could, or something. Depend. You can. You can absolutely make a check. Anybody can make a check that they want. Depends on what you're trying to find and how you're trying to find it. Are you trying to look for things? Are you trying to find some clues and piece something together? Are you trying to second guess the story you're being told? Yeah, I'm trying to see if uh, they're being entirely truthful with us because something's not adding up in Dog's brain as small as it may be. Uh, That would be an insight check. Yeah, all right. Ooh, old doggy dog. That's a 16. All right. Uh, Dog knows his way around a fabrication. Having told them himself and having uh, sussed them out through his network of contacts as he has uh, talked to suppliers, bringing him stuff and information for his various projects. You can tell by Chev's body language, by some of the pauses she takes, that she uh, was absolutely scrambling to put that story together and make it sound better than reality. You're not sure exactly what she's lying about, but you are fairly confident that something she said is wrong or hiding the truth. Dog's going to go with his old, uh, the tried and true hometown pride of and say, you know, why? This is your home, right? Why would you why would you want to just up and leave it just because a couple of scary things come through? I mean, you asked for supplies and everything. Seems like you intended on staying here. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah. And, and Chev's in the middle of standing up like she'd push back her chair. She was starting to stand up and she was motioning towards that hallway that you saw that other figure walk down. Yeah. Uh, and, and she stops as you talk to her. Yeah. I mean, we don't necessarily want to leave we, we wanted to, to keep working we did find some stuff but um you know it's been tough it's been a, a tough go out here and maybe we just need to regroup maybe we need to find a new location get some new equipment they they did destroy a bunch of our 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 uh our tools so it's hard to work but you know, I'm not one to quit, but I know when we have to uh, 
tactically regroup, as some people say. Yeah, well, some people do say that. That's for sure. Hmm. You're yeah, right about to... asking for tools be shipped out here. I don't know. Uh, when we did get the message out, we said supplies, mm. and then tools if he could find them. Mm. But food, food was a little more important. Fair. You know, at some point, if it's not too much of a bother, and I hate to be an imposition without considerate, you're already being taken off in. Um, that brave lad you spoke of, if we should ever have to outrun or outthink some of these things again when we're out of here, might be a good idea for us to know how we did that. So if you could point him out at some point and I could see, like, where he went, maybe in case we need to get a message out to Zeke, maybe we could get some more supplies. Maybe one of us could go. So if if that's something that um, at any point is convenient, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was uh, Jason, I think. Jason, yeah. Why don't we head down? Uh, he he's he's probably uh, he's probably with the rest of the folks. Before and... we head down, yeah. Uh, do, do you have a restroom or anything up here? Uh, well, yes and no. Uh, the outside is free use, but. You, you know, there's things out there. Um, we do have some facilities uh, back in back in the underground, though, that are a little bit more friendly. What else is up here, if you don't mind me asking? There seems like a lot of a lot of building for if you're just living down down on the earth. Well, yeah, we uh, we 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 built these first. And then, well, we found the tunnels and we started building these into the tunnels. And the, the plan was, you know, mostly to live up here and work down there. But then when these things started coming around, we started living down there more for safety. Okay. But down there is where we set up some of the stuff we initially brought with us, some, uh, uh, some of the portable facilities some of the water reservoirs, that kind of thing. Mm, okay, and you say you have a bathroom down there? Yeah, it's been a awesome. it's been a bit. So a few of us need to, you know, drain the snake. Is, is what we're I mean, yeah. And it, it it's it, it it's better than a bush, but it ain't a hotel. Fair enough. You said let's 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 go ahead and head on down there. Then I guess. Yeah, so yeah. We're just us. sitting here, John. We can we yeah. can go down there. It's a little bit it's a little bit cooler, a little bit cooler underground. Uh, so. And then just yeah. just point of clarification, we are out of DJ territory at this point, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, if we if we're pretending we have a map, well, we we would uh, have it on the glow. You'd have it on the glow. Uh, but if we're pretending we had one for all of us to use, right. <laughs> so uh, DJ territory. Imagine DJ territory is my hand. Mm -hmm. uh, Solace is down this way. You're up this way. Got it. Okay. So you're kind of out and around it. Zeke wanted to go all the way out and around, and mm -hmm. you just cut diagonally straight through. Right, right. Okay. Which only you could have done. But yeah, you are not in dust jockey territory. You are uh, 
several hours drive past mm-hmm. the, that northern border. You cross that right. um, super late, well, early, and then you got to here uh, just before dawn. Mm-hmm. So as we're walking down there, um, Galen will just start trying to catch up on small talk, basically. And he said, well, you said you... You said you found these tunnels while you're down here? Like, you came out here for mining, and then you found tunnels already dug? Like somebody else has been mining down here? Uh, what? <laughs> it's complicated. Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, we, we... So, I'm... I organized everything. I, I'm not one of the engineers who was going to do the mining. Uh, that was... That, that was Grant. Um, but we we identified some of the mineral sources and veins that were out here. And then uh, we got here. And when we started digging, we found uh, some of this underground structure. And we kind of just merged, mm-hmm. merged our ideas together. Half the work was done for us, basically. Right. So we didn't want to dig more when there was already stuff dug. Or natural, or whatever. I mean, you ain't mole people. You, ain't, you don't dig all day. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, this is a relatively short hallway. Um, uh, you you walk through this hall, and you can see that it is. Uh, this was dug with kind of hand tools and equipment into the hill, and there are kind of instant uh, structures that were put up to hold some of the dirt back and support the, the hill, support the tool, not the tool, the tunnel that we're in. Uh, so kind of a cross between like tent poles that you that would, with the elastic in the middle, but then they kind of expanded out a little bit to hold the dirt back and make a little tunnel to walk through. Uh, and then this one, and it's well lit, uh, there's LED lights regularly, so you're not walking through the dark. And it's 20, 30 feet back. And then it hangs a, a sharp left, and it starts steps going down. And she's in front of you, kind of walking and talking, chit-chatting with Galen and anybody else who talks to her. So... As you were kind of walking with all this, did you find, like, what made these tunnels and stuff? Or is there anything, like, like, what what kind of tunnels were these and stuff? You know, he's looking at, just pointing out all the LEDs and stuff. This is obviously y'all's handiwork, I imagine. This is eloquently yeah. done, you know. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we we, we did this. Uh, this is what we first did. We, we... Uh, we, we threw up, threw up our houses. We started digging in, figured... You know, we didn't need to build a whole house. We just build half a house into a hill. Save some time, get underground, get away from the heat. And uh, and then we were going to dig uh, out, out outside between some of our houses. And um, when we started doing that, then we found, well, first we found a cave. And as we were exploring that cave a little bit, then we found some other tunnel structures that were under there uh i don't know how old they are we have we have no one left a note (laughs) no one no one said this was ours 
There, there's no uh, Kil Kilroy was here signs, <laughs> uh, but well, well, you'll see in a second here. All right. Uh, as, so you as go she's down these... talking, she kind of turns back to the rest of the group. Like he's trying to lead this person and stay in front, so the group can kind of do whatever they want to do in the back. But when she's talking about this whole thing, he kind of like does this kind of thing to the group behind him to be like, oh. So is there anything that anyone wants to be doing while we're walking down these steps? Recording. Okay, Recording. that's easy enough. Yeah, that's good. There don't seem to be any, or unless I missed it, are there branch off points as we're walking along? No. So this was like one hallway coming out of this shack into the 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 hill, the Hobbit Hill. And then there's one turn and you're going down steps and you're going down these steps. And this is a, a little bit of a, a longer flight. And then you hit a little landing and you turn and you keep going further down. And as you're getting down, you kind of cross uh, not like a labeled line, but you cross a point and you can see that now you're in uh, a natural cave. Uh, you can feel that shift in the air pressure and the temperature as you get a little bit lower underground. Uh, you can see that you are uh, still moving down the steps that they built, but now you are, the walls around you are natural rock. Are they round, like, or is it still kind of squared off, or? There's a couple points where they have uh, evened out the corners. You can see some tool marks. Okay. But you you can also see that this just is kind of like a, a natural cave that might have been a ventilation shaft or something. Okay. Uh, you go a little bit further down, relatively short walk, and it's starting to get a little bit echoey as, as Galen and Chev are, are chit-chatting. And then you get to a little landing with uh, a rock floor, and there's a door, like a... One of those kind of submarine doors with the big wheel that you turn to move the bars mm -hmm. wah, wah, wah. and she goes yeah it's right through here and she goes to grab it and just like leans and puts her whole body weight into it to chunk turn it and the bars slide out and then the door pull she pulls the door open towards you and she kind of holds it open and says right through there that's uh it's the main I guess you could call it a facility, the main room, the the main space we what? found. I don't know. Question. It's quite the door. What is she wearing? She is also wearing rough coveralls. Mm. Uh, kind of a like dirty denim, thicker canvas. Uh worn work boots you see some patches on the outside of everything uh she's got longer dark hair 
with kind of a light curl in it, some some grays here and there. She's got kind of a headband that's pushing a lot of it back away from her face. So the hair is all kind of coming back down here. Um, you, you'd put her at maybe 40s, but living, living rough. There, there's some some wear and tear uh, on her face from being out in the desert. Uh, you see some sunburn patches, some stuff that's kind of not scarred over, but you see that kind of residual wear and tear from being out in the sun, working out in the wastes for a while. Uh, she's got her sleeves rolled up, but... Mm -hmm. Question. Um, do you mind, since our investments are still outside and we might want to be able to get out there at a moment's notice if we hear anything, do you mind if we hang out out here for a little bit uh, rather than behind the um, very thick and difficult to open door? I'm, I mean, it's your choice. Uh, so well, you said they're not getting into the buildings, right? So why all the um, added thickness? Well, th this, this was just here. This is what we found. Oh, so the two C's thick door was uh, a mining a, a facility no... or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, no, no one left a note about uh, ke keeping up the housekeeping because they were coming back. How mm. lucky. Yeah, we did get lucky. Goodness. That's what I'm saying. You just got it all up and down. Bottom of the roller coaster, the top of the roller coaster. The good luck and the bad luck, don't you? Well, if we did hang out here, could we, like, give a little one, two, three, if we're ready to come in there, you know? I mean, because uh, I'm still, I still would love to speak with Jason, you know, first I, of all. So if, if you want to, if you want to hang out here, you can just come through the door whenever you want. doesn't lock. Wonderful. Thank you very much. We just need, you know, a little decompressed time. Some of us, you know, take that stress a little bit difficult. You know how it is, though. Yeah, the, uh, well, I, I remember, uh, I remember Galen here said something, you all need the facilities. So that that's right through here as well. I can show you where it is or if, if you need a second or, uh, yeah. B, you, you can go first. I'll come with you, but you can go first. You know, us ladies can go to the. We'll go to the loo together. Thank you. Uh, yeah, buddy system, right? All that. Always go in pairs. It, it's Always. Been, it's been a drive. Always. Not gonna lie, it's been a drive. Oh yeah, Solace is way out there nowadays. So, uh, B and I will continue on, I guess, with this woman. Um, okay. As we head towards the bathroom, what else? What all do we notice as we get, like, or do we have to do some more switchbacks and stuff like that? Or are we just in a real giant cave? Or so you walk through this door, and you see that you are in roughly a circular space. You're on a catwalk, and you can see that there's open air in front of you, and you can see the catwalk on the other side. This is. Uh, like imagine a a big imagine a big silo mm -hmm. up and down cylinder and you're you're on one side of it yeah and you you can you can guess it's maybe a couple hundred feet across okay and it goes up kind of thing yes if you okay. look up you can see 
it, it goes up, 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 uh, like kind of like the the big vaulted ceiling of a cathedral. Mm-hmm. And you're near the top of it. Got it. Uh, so you can see the metal structures, uh, the, the beams and the arches and whatever metal this is made out of. Um, you can see that there's some light structures. You can see that there's electronic systems, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, the catwalk that you're on is kind of like the top level, the top access point. Uh, if you look out around you, and this is very well lit, it's not dark or secluded or anything. Um, at various points around this circular catwalk, this ring, you can see a handful of other doors. And then you can see steps going down. Um, before we jump back to the other team, uh, Galen, without saying anything, is going to use a corp, like his corp background check in the military kind of side of things. And just try to parse what in the hell this thing is. He thinks he has an idea, but that's a 10 though. Best guess? Some sort of weapon silo? Mm-hmm. Maybe a missile silo? Right. All the way out here. If you look down, do you see... Do, when, if Galen looks down, does he see missile? <laughs> There's not a missile. Okay. <laughs> there, there is not a giant missile in the middle of this empty space. Uh, You can see it going down. You can see a couple other layers of catwalks and and outside circular rings around this thing. And it kind of fades into darkness. So you can't see forever to the bottom of it. But there's no big thing in the middle. uh, Nothing's jumping out at you. Like, oh, there's a giant robot. Or, oh, there's a missile. Nothing Mm -hmm. like that. Okay. But uh, with Galen's background, he would know that there's a variety of military and scientific installations from way back when that have been reused and repurposed over the years. It kind of feels like something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with the two of you going there, Chev is going to say, all right, so uh, just follow me. I, I don't want to just give you directions. You'll there's so many there's so many steps and doors down here. Let, I'll just show you. So she takes you uh, kind of around the curve a little bit, not a not a quarter of the curve, like maybe halfway. And there's another steps going down and she'll take you down there and then kind of a court another less than a quarter turn around and there's another door and she'll open that one and this is kind of like an office space and she's like uh there, there's there's a there's a couple restrooms right there okay and uh, uh we'll, we'll just kind of quietly go over to them yeah they're okay. Uh, imagine uh, uh, imagine a bathroom at 
um, a sports stadium. Like kind of the troughs mm-hmm. and everything stainless steel and everything's kind of out of the box bolted together, you know? That also means that the restroom will have stalls and troughs, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go into the same restroom with Galen. Okay. Buddy system. Shev, yeah. Shev doesn't doesn't blink an eye. <laughs> Let's, uh, so we'll switch back to the other three. You stayed on that little landing before walking through this submarine style door. Before saying anything, can I just take a quick look around to see if I can notice any uh, observation equipment, cameras, sound, anything like that? Sure. Feels like a perception check. Twelve. Nothing jumps out at you. You see uh, lights that have been not strung as in there's power lines running between them. Each light is like a like a stick on tap light. But you know that these are just independent E-121. They run forever lights, you know, just slap them up there and walk away. Um, Motion activated. So maybe it's just me, but I've been getting a weird feeling ever since. Well, pretty much the first thing that she said that these things can't get through the door. Do you see what it did with the Windy Bagel? Yeah. Uh, it's a little uh, sus. Seemed pretty, pretty cagey about letting people in, but if they don't come inside, why be worried about it? And unable to get messages out except when it's perfectly convenient. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this door? The whole thing sticks. Is what what it does? It just sticks. So fucky, just like the door, just like yeah. the wall. Yeah, I had fucking wall. Fucking wall. I love that I heard that over his microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, honestly, I didn't have much of a plan. I just wanted to know what the rest of it. Well, they went to go take a piss, so that's super helpful. I was trying to get. Are we at least on the same page of feeling a little weird about this? Oh yeah, I've dealt with some fuckers in my past. This is this is fucker territory right here. Indeed. Uh, I w- and they want us to take them back with us. We need to know with them. How many of them are there? Why do they have this? Yeah, there's five houses. I, wait, I, listen, it's a roomy bus, but shit, most people like it to fit in there. We need to be able to trust them if they're going to travel with them. That's true too. Somebody blows up the bathroom. Mm. Now, I was uh, I was wondering if we were staying back, if we would elicit a response from her and kind of get some resistance, but she didn't seem to care at all if we are staying back here. No, she didn't. Mm-hmm. If she's smart, she'll understand how she presents to others. Anybody know any spells to, like, make ghouls, like, <laughs> take down their faces? And I'm sorry, did maybe she's just a... spells? Yeah. I don't know. All right, we'll There's a lot of people out here, man. 
the use of the word spells. Um, no, nothing comes to mind. You know, clotty rotty daru daru, and then oh, she I goes, remember that one. I'm a ghoul. I remember that one. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Question. Mm. Thinking back on, because we saw silhouettes out there. Yes. Yes. Thinking back on it, do I remember seeing antlers? Or do I just oh, absolutely. See, okay, I just wanted to make sure I didn't just see generic silhouettes. No, no, no. So if we flash back, you had all kind of piled out of the two cars, the two vehicles. Galen had walked down. When he turned back, he he gave you the, the high sign. You saw the panic in his face. This was kind of the let's move. You look over your shoulder, oh shit, as you're running kind of thing. These were 100% the same creatures that you had just dealt with. No question about it. Okay. Well, at the moment, maybe the best thing for us to do is try to go find the pitha so that we can figure out where they went. I don't trust them. Maybe so. I just want to point out. The thought just popped in my head. A, a voice was kind of recapping the events for me in the back of my mind. The, uh, that, uh, that interaction we had with the Wendy, Wendy Bagel earlier. Scratch that thing all to hell and try to get in. But whatever these are, don't they don't try to come inside the house, allegedly. I don't know. Unless they need to deal with them. And that's why they don't come in. <gasps> Hmm, what Suspicious. if the shadow people things are the good guys? Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, you never know. <clears throat> still, like, took a little bit of the gore off of him, but his clothing is still, you know, just coated from. So as you're saying, they're the good. And, uh, well, if they are, um, mm. I have some explaining to do, and well, so do they. Yeah, even, even dogs a little bit guys. splattered. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll go take a piss. Yeah, try to at my age. <laughs> All right. So the three of you walk forward. You're on this catwalk, just like I described before. Uh you do not immediately see Chev. Uh, oh, Miss Nice Lady. Bathroom. So uh, <laughs> your voice echoes a little bit in this big silo thing and uh, there, there's kind of a minute where nothing happens and then someone pops out of a door a little ways down the catwalk from you. Who? Who the hell are you? Sorry, sorry, we're just looking for the bathroom. Who the hell are you? Don't, God damn it. I'm, I return, I return the attitude that I get delivered to me. <laughs> yeah, no. Bat bathrooms are down a level to the left. I'm, I'm Fred. Who? You know it, Jason. Who Jason. Yeah. All right. 
Who the hell are you? <laughs> You're satisfied. That's it. <laughs> I just needed to know that Jason was real. Cool. Jason exists. <laughs> Yeah, so so this person yeah. said down a level and you saw some stairs, so sweet. Let's uh go find that uh yeah. Let's go find it. All right, so you can uh take some of these kind of catwalk metal girder stairs down. And as you go down a level, you can see like I said before, very big open space but you can see across it because of how well it's lit uh lots of echoing from your steps clattering down these stairs you go down a level uh and you can see the catwalk go left or white that person had told you to the left so you can head over that way there's a bunch of doors none of them are standing open but as you walk a little bit, you do hear Chev's voice. And she's not talking loudly. Uh, it's not like she's whispering, but you can hear her kind of wrapping up a private conversation that kind of lower but not whispering tone yeah yeah uh i'll bring him down i'll see you in a minute and then she hears your steps oh decide to come down i think your friends are still in there it's uh, right through there on the left and the right oh thank you and just runs into the bathroom okay Yeah. Are we in the bathroom and Mox just comes barreling in? Yes. <laughs> and as, he's Mox, sweaty. as Mox barrels in, like you see him give a long stare to the urinal and then just, uh, not even worth trying. <laughs> and um, runs over to, I guess, where I see uh, Galen, assuming that B is in the stall. Yeah, so let's back up a second here with with uh, Galen and B coming into the bathrooms. You... I, did you just do some business or did you do something else? I mean, Galen, I, I didn't actually have to go to the bathroom. I just thought that maybe we could see what the hell is up with oh, this yeah. place. No, I haven't even unzipped my pants. Oh, I, like, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm coming out of the stall then. I just yeah. wanted to give you privacy. Yeah, no, I'm a I'm a solitary bathroom person kind of thing. There's no way in hell I could piss with another woman in here. That's never so, gonna sorry. happen. Sorry. Nope. If you need me to leave. No, 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 no. I just wanted to come down and see what the hell's going on because this is fishy. Yeah, no, my I, I it is um sus as they used to say way back in the in the past. Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. uh. Based. Yes, and I, uh, I don't know if we might have locked ourselves in with a different kind of monster. It's than entirely what is possible. Why? Well, 
the the question I'm trying to figure out is why in the hell did they have a missile silo and like why are they holed up out here and things like that and then why did they want to get back but now they don't want to get back and they want supplies but they didn't have tool none of this makes any damn sense also why didn't Zeke say anything about like them needing tools all he mm -hmm. said that he was just supplying things to them to to be able to live out there he didn't say anything else about that he didn't give us any warnings they could have told him and they were also expecting him to come out and also have to deal with those things which is also a little suspicious because that's yeah up. well that that got me thinking right uh is he the kind to get into trouble with people no he he's a little rough around the edges i should know but he doesn't mm -hmm. he doesn't start shit he doesn't try to like muddy the water so to speak he's just a businessman okay and right about then is when mox just barrels into the room Boo. oh hey bud hey walks got, over to you got piss or two the, the other the other two i thought do they want to come in and pee well as well i need to make it a party i didn't yeah. think i figured they could make that decision on the, should i go ask yeah, go and ask. Just go and check on them. Just make sure they know hey, there, there are plenty of space in here. There's plenty of space in here. <laughs> Hear that? Huge in here. No thanks. I got a camel well, bladder. if you want it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and she goes towards the bathroom. <laughs> you guys. So many stalls. They have more stalls in here and more room in here than any of the ladies' bathrooms I've ever seen. It's so unfair. Whoa, you were not fucking joking. What? <laughs> and Galen like points down too. He's like, look at look at the length of this trough. I mean, come on, come on. And then he's like, <laughs> how many missiles did they have pin in here? Is that it? That yeah. way you could. No, I don't call mine the missile. I'm talking about oh. the silo we just came through. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, what's happening here? Uh, well... Team meeting. Um, just need to say this as soon as possible. I heard her say was talking to someone. First of all, was talking to someone. Mm. Second of all, said that was going to bring us down shortly. So, um, don't know what to do about that, but there it is. Did you see if it was on a glow? Did you see her talking, or...? Well, she was talking, and there was no one else. I didn't see anyone else or hear anyone else walk away. I was, I was just asking if it was, like, you know, if they're using a glow and maybe, like, jamming other people's glows, or if they're using, Unless like, they have some local, some local network that they're on, that but seems possible. You'd think that if they had a local network, it would also be jammed by whatever is jamming the glows. I agree. Right? Because they run on the same bandwidth. Unless it's hardwired. But I didn't see her put down an old school wired phone uh -huh. or anything. Use one of those old school nailed to the wall telephones with the the cords wouldn't that be something huh 
So, guys, what have you picked up that we haven't? I'm sure we have information you don't have. I know Galen was telling me that this is like an old missile silo. This fucking place, man. There's no fucky balls, as far as I can tell. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, that's true. What would it require of Mox to utilize his glow to pick up on things in the atmosphere? Like radiation or anything like that? So you would have to have a specific app or... No reception! Something plugged into <laughs> it, like a, an accessory plugged into it or built into it or modified. Your off-the-shelf glow doesn't come with got that. Got it, got it. This is why I should always download those apps just in case. You never know. <sighs> but uh, if, if Mox is thinking this and he takes his glow out kind of to fiddle with it, he sees that it is absolutely dead, no service. I just turn that around and point that out. Mm-hmm. Are we still able to, like, is there a local range on glows to be able to, like, ping each other from close distances or know the location of each other in a GPS-style thing without access to the bigger network? Uh, I would say that higher quality glows could do that. Totally. Um, Again, if it was something that was built in, like something that had been modified, uh, higher level corporate operatives would have that. Uh, UN military operatives would have that. It would be 100% possible for Mox to have done, to do that himself. Jury rig it, fake it, it, buy it if he has the money. I don't necessarily think he would have at this point. Absolutely though. not. So that makes total sense. Dog, so dog in here? Yeah. What? Why is wise dog outside? He said he didn't have to go. Oh. Ugh. And she walks out outside. Uh, dog. Come here. Well, I gotta go. Can you just try? Can you just try? It's been a long trip. Can you just try? <laughs> Shit. My body, my choice, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna have to go later. I know you Hold are. on, Chevron. I'm... I, hold on. I was sending. <laughs> I was sending Zeke a message here real quick. Uh, send. All right. I got piss. And they'll walk away. Into the bathroom. Thank you. And then as he walks into the bathroom, he'll look at uh, Draw and be like, give him a <laughs> wink. Indeed. Good. Walk in the bathroom. Ta da! I don't know how you did it. He insists he has a camel bladder, but then again, he was going and peeing on all those cactuses out about by Saltless, so we'll never know what the actual truth is. Can we stop talking about my body functions? They're my body functions. (laughs) I don't ask you about your pissing habits. 
What? Good if you needed to. Dog, your glow buzzes a message not delivered. Okay, that's about what I figured. I was trying to uh, get old Chevron and Juker, make her think like maybe I did. Maybe I did send a message. But before I had to do the deception roll, I was just like, oh, bye. <laughs> Let her think on that one. Now I do have to pee. Okay, yep. Now that I'm in here, just might as well. We have a really bad track record of going underground and encountering nefarious organizations. Maybe above ground is our area. I agree. Uh, I think this is one underground facility too much for myself, and it's only the second one, so... <laughs> Yeah, the, the ghosts on the horizon are a little bit kind of the less weird of the things that we've seen outside compared to what we've seen inside. If I've learned anything in reading fiction is that the humans are always the scariest. That's the most dangerous game. That's profound. Yeah, profound. I'll be profound, but you know, I'll take it. So the way I see it, we have two options here. We either fuck off and leave. We dropped off there stuff like conceivably we could try to run yeah well, option two we take or we let her lead us wherever she's about to lead us what's the payment for this how much i mean we we've done the job we've got a point we have yeah. done the job that's yeah i mean there ain't no extra credit Y'all aren't the least bit, like, curious as to where the hell this goes? I'm incredibly curious. Yeah. Okay. All right. It Just checking. It is killing me inside. <laughs> but I would rather it kill me inside than outside. Sorry. 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 That echoes they, a whole lot in this in If this they want to come bathroom. down here and piss in a trough and jerk each other off in the middle of the <laughs> desert, that ain't my business. I delivered the stuff, and let's get the fuck out. All right. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I, we ain't got to be heroes. True. I mean, no, that's, that's, you know, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair they enough. asked for supplies. They didn't specify. And I got what they got. Now, return trip? I don't know. But. All right. Well, let's, let's get on out of here then. Do you vote? Or I don't know. What, how does this work? What's the dynamic of this team? Who's the leader? Do we? Is it democracy? I mean, it sounds pretty straightforward. Everybody wants to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. All right. You don't have any overarching curiosity draw pulling you towards the brink. I'm of a I am. What? I am very curious. But the last time that we got curious down in an underground facility, we ended up going and seeing people with armaments big enough to go and like, I don't know, start World War 52 or whatever number we're on now. So, and we got trackers stuffed up our asses. So I don't know, I don't, what, I wanna know what's down here, but I also uh, don't fucking trust that whatever we find down here isn't going to be worse than whatever the fuck is up there. Exactly my concern. What? 
what could we do to protect ourselves if we go down there and they're like, oh, well, they found our secret base. Let's just shoot them. Now we have more vehicles. Yeah, I am worried about the fact that we are down underground and they just need vehicles to leave. And that could involve, you know, the Winnebago. They don't need us. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, um, so, uh, all hands, well, not yours, dog, use it to hold on to what you're doing. Um, Still so, going. All in favor of trying to get the fuck out of here? Aye. 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 <laughs> the eyes have it. Have get the fuck out of here. Question. So what do we tell them about taking them back? And also, aren't they going to be a little pissed well, and not let us stay well, here? Well, yeah. Well, hear me, hear me out. Um, <clears throat> if it's true that we can get reception out a little bit further, we could always say that we're trying to do that get reinforcements, you know? Here, listen. We done played this up. I did have to go pee. But I just, I'll take the hit, okay? Let's just tell I dribbled on myself. I got to go back to the Winnie Bagel and I got to get a change of clothes. I kind of got I kind of got pee on me. Who's going to say no to that? Well, if, if they say fucking no to that, I, I mean, shit, just, I got guns. But I mean, polite society and all that. So currently our choices in deception are going to get reinforcements to save their lives or piss jeans. I mean, if you want, it's not deception. I'll just piss on myself now. <laughs> I mean, that might make the role easier. All right, hold on. <laughs> there, you happy? A little. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Things I do to get us out of situations, Jesus. You're never too old for bodily humor, all right? Okay. <laughs> stunning. <laughs> Fucking stunning. Wonderful. Oscar performance. So, uh, that all happens. Uh, does the group go back out? Does Dog go out first? How, how, do, how does this happen? Oh, no, we going together. Oh, you mean like first out of the bathroom or first out of the bunker? Uh, out of the bathroom to where Chev was waiting for you. Patiently. <laughs> I'm happy to go out first if we need. Please do that. All right. Okay. Dog is dramatically going to bust open the door and yell like, I told you not to jump me while I was pissing. And look at Chevron and be like, I'm sorry. I got pissed all over my pants. I got to go back to the Winnie Bagel. The, um, the what? Uh, huh? The what? vehicle. Where my clothes are. Oh. Oh, um, uh, well, I mean, we, yep, ain't got time to stand around and talk. I'm going by. We what, he just uh, storms off out at the same time. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 we we got other pants. I I can wash them. I got a washer. He's fine. I got a washer particular too. Particular about his pants. It's the whole thing. Uh, wait, wait. So so you're 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 just going you're going back up to the surface with, with the monsters? Look, uh, that's what he's doing. And, you know, I got to stick by him. So, <laughs> sorry, I'll be back. 
uh, 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 maybe uh, wait, uh, we should maybe are you sh- we could we could mm-hmm. what um that? what we you really shouldn't you you really uh should and they they probably wrecked your cars by now. Well, we should definitely confirm that, don't you think? If we're relying on that as a means of escape. Important um, to know. You didn't leave anyone up there to monitor. You know, <sighs> amateurs. Uh, so she kind of sits there trying to form a thought for a second. Um, I get. I mean. Uh, if you, uh, if, if you, I guess if you want to check, it's okay. Um, ugh. I just don't want you to get hurt. I'm very considerate of you. I, yeah, we, I just don't want y'all to get hurt. Um, it, it's, it's still morning. <laughs> Once, uh, once, once the sun comes up all the way, once it's around noon, we we can head out there. They'll definitely be gone by then. Hey, hey, um, and Mox is going to stop and turn around and say, "I hope this isn't too forward, but you, um, you remind me a little of my daughter, <laughs> and um, is everything all right? You seem like there's something else, maybe that's bothering you, and if you just need to." You know, we're all alone out here sometimes, but you don't have to be. Okay, so is is Mox coming at this from sincerity or is he trying? Well, he doesn't have a daughter, so that part is certainly <laughs> a lie. <laughs> I was wondering. So there, so there is deception inherent the with first this play. part of it. <laughs> okay. So the rest of it, like, it, there's a mild genuineness. I okay. love that you're dressed as Macho Man trying to do a deception talking about your daughter. <laughs> I've just been right. waiting for a combat. I've got my lines ready. So give me a deception check. 19. That's with a plus one. You say this to Chev and you see kind of the wheels turning behind her eyes. And she kind of stutters for a second. I I just, I had to, I was supposed to take you down to the lowest level. That's where they they were waiting for you. I, I I was. Who? The, the boss. The boss. Yeah. We all work just, for someone, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we they they saw you come up and and they just it was just my job to bring you down. I mean, I do you know why you want they wanted to bring us down? I shouldn't say. I they're if they're gonna. I shouldn't say. I'm sorry. I if I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm. If you're in danger, all you need to do is say, and this is Mox coming genuinely.
and she nods. Like, she takes that big breath and just kind of nods a little bit. Well, um, maybe you can continue to do what you have to do by escorting us, and he's not gonna be stopped. So you've got to make sure that we come back, so maybe you come up with us, make sure that he's getting his pants, and then we, um, see where we go from there. Are you all done pissing yet? Galen will lean his head out and goes, almost done. You know, girls, they take a little while. Yeah. It was a long burrito that last time. I started my period, so Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Um, A long trip and I got really stressed out. (laughs) So, um, why don't we start heading that way? And that way you can be escorting us, not let us out of your sight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And as Mox starts walking that way, letting her maintain the position of power, mm-hmm. ostensibly, is just going to shout over his shoulder, Pinch it off! <laughs> I come out. Galen will All be right. the last person that comes out just kind of like doing one of these things in the air and be like, God damn. And then just close the door. All right. So with all of that being said, everybody can go back up. Chev is leading, but walking with you all. And you can get back up. Same path you came down and you're emerging from that tunnel into this shack. I mean, this was a more or less real time conversation. So it was it's only been half an hour or so. Could I say that as we were walking up, Mox has taken his glow out and gotten the text processor and has simply been typing out a little chaotically um, the information that we've put together and that we just gained by Chev so that I can immediately start passing it around. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you are all back in this shack. Chev walks over to one of the windows and there's like blackout curtains, heavy drapes. Uh, She pushes the, the curtain aside. Blinding daylight at this point is it pours in. And mm-hmm. she leans back. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 there's less of them, but I, I think I, I still saw one or two of them up on, on the hill. So Mox has given us all of the, he's given us the lowdown via text message and all like that. Um, the old school note passing. Yeah. Um, so we didn't see any like do we see any like recording devices or anything like that in the room like cameras anything like that uh that that would be a perception check or an investigation check it would be we're gonna use investigate no we're up we're upstairs we're in the shack i just you know 
That's cocked. Hope it is not. the future. Oh. <laughs> that is everybody's favorite, a dirty 20. So with Galen's skilled eye, he can definitely see that there is a combo unit of a camera and a listening device installed in the ceiling lamp. Again, it was one of these kind of self-adhesive stick in there utilitarian mm -hmm. things. Uh, but you can see that there's a unit underneath the the dome, the Got the it. plastic dome of the light. Mm. So he's gonna be he's going to um, bring out his notepad then uh, and kind of type away a little bit um, and just kind of show it to this person. And all the notepad is going to say is, what kind of danger are you in? Or what kind of facility is this? So Chev will glance down at that, glance up at the ceiling, and... You can see her eyes, like, how is she going to communicate this? He hands her the glow, just, you know. Oh, she didn't even think of that. <laughs> so <laughs> she she grabs it and types on it and hands it back to you. And it says, when we found the silo, they came and took it over. Mm. And, and then she yeah. looks back out the window. Oh, is that another one? No. Maybe there's only one or two. I'm not sure. Well, I would tell you this. We shot one of them in the balls before. So, you know, one or two is not too bad. When she goes over and does that again, mm -hmm. could Mox also go over and try to spot them? Sure. Perception check, please. And I would like to kind of like gesture dog over while doing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 16. So you can see both vehicles up on the ridge. They're both right where you left them. Don't look any worse for wear from at least your point of view, which is not great. It's not like you're standing right there to look at them up close. Wait, what was your roll again? Sorry. 16. 16. Okay. So yeah, you absolutely clearly see two of these monsters out there. And while gesturing to it, I'm just going to lean over to Dog of, we should probably act like we're waiting for the right time so that we can buy them them time to talk. Saying this just right into his ear. Yeah. 
Still covered in piss. <laughs> yep, I'm aware. <clears throat> um, so uh, Galen at that point is when they say they is uh, in his head. He's thinking, God damn it. I've asked who are they like so many times today and nobody will tell me who the fuck they are. Um, <laughs> and so he types, who are they? And then he'll put another thing. Are you being held against your will? You hand the glow to her. She types quickly and hands it back to you. Uh, there's the shrug emoji. And then it says they they came in trucks and killed a few of us. And we've been working for them ever since. Fuck. What kind of trucks? I, I don't know if I can see the message, but out of character, like, if somebody could ask what kind of trucks, that would be great. Yeah, um, we'll just kind of go back. Like, what kind of trucks? Do they still have trucks here? She'll respond. Big old trucks? I don't know the kind. There, there's a. They're parked at the, at the, bottom of the silo. Chiv, you said mm. that uh, you uh, had something to show us downstairs after we go and get the pants for dog. Yes. Um, is it anything that you think we need to like bring anything for? You know, like, is it a surprise party? Do we need to wear something fancy? Um, or do, should we bring snacks? Did you guys like? I didn't bring a dip. It, oh, you didn't bring the dip? I did not. No. Then it can't be a party anyways. Mm -mm. I, I well, just wanted I, to check. No, no, nothing, nothing special. I, I was just going to show you around what we found and, and the mining and. Oh. And um, uh, introduce you to everybody who wants to leave with y'all. Not everybody wants to leave, just some people. Well, I mean, I meant I introduce you to the group that wants to go like us okay. as a group. We want to leave. So I'm just going to introduce you to, to everybody. The collective. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. But uh, yeah, if, if um, I, I guess if you want to make a run for it to get those pants, you could give it a try, but I do have more pants downstairs. Uh, we got these these lovely co coveralls that when we work, you could borrow a pair. Uh, I could I could clean those. That's real those sweet of you. Pants for you. 
Chev, uh, the fabric that you're wearing right now really makes Dog, like, go in halves, and so it's really important to make sure that Dog is wearing the pants that he can, especially as, you know, as you can imagine, we do a lot of, like, couriering and stuff, and sitting in a truck for hours with hives between your cheeks is just mm. really awful. I, yeah, that, that would, th- <sighs> okay, yeah, uh, uh well, Okay. G- Galen wants to do an inside check. He's going to ask a very specific question. Okay. He looks at the woman and he goes, so level with me now. And he's whispering this. Are those things actually real out there? Oh. He rolled a 13. She she nods. Her eyes get big. Oh, they're... Yeah. They're... That's a, yeah. So why don't they ever try to come inside? Because they tried to tear a new hole in my Winnebago when we went through. So why did they not come inside? They're, they're, they're territorial. And they usually act to protect their young. Mm Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they come here? Wait. Yeah, why wouldn't they come here? Aren't you a threat? Uh, there's... There's a a guarantee downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> come and come for big fudge a guarantee what oh yeah this place feels so weird oh my paranoia <laughs> they <sighs> she said they are territorial and they like to protect their young right mm-hmm. okay situation here okay anyway uh should we go downstairs then guys i guess and she claps her hands together and her shoulders are shrugged up very uncomfortably shall we dance in this uh i would like mox to throughout this have been communicating with dog via typing of do you think we could outrun two that are out there if we bolted for the car Did you say you're communicating this via text? Okay. Dog will um, communicate back, maybe, but we've got guns, question mark? Tough to kill last time, but if we think we could make it out, maybe we should, even though it means leaving a few people behind, apparently. (sighs) Dog does not like this. Dog is sympathetic, but dog is also in the mode to kind of get the hell out of here. 
so is Mox, for what it's worth. <laughs> can can be take the keyboard for a second. B types out. I just had an idea. If Shove is in danger, we can take her with us now. Use her as proof that there are people who are in danger down here, as it were, and rally some support so that we can get more people out to help. One hundred percent for that. Hmm. Okay, so uh, y'all have been standing here uh, looking at the windows suspiciously long, (laughs) passing your glows back and forth, having whispered conversations with Chev. And we need that other car, don't we? The one with the supplies in it. That's Zeke's car, right? That was Zeke's truck, yes. Fuck. But what if we brought him a better truck back? I, uh, out of character and in character, just not vocalizing it right now, whatever the group decides, if we want to bolt or if we want to go down, I'm for. Uh, Can dog have the glow? Dog's gonna type in. Fuck it, let's help. Any problem, someone gets a bullet. Okay. All right. Fine. So. Don't let me have peed myself in vain. <laughs> Galen kind of looks over Mox's shoulder and goes, We shouldn't. Like, he does it vocally enough to let the camera hear it at this point, and he goes, No, nah, we shouldn't risk it at this point. After all this time that we've been standing here, we're not going to do it? He's covered in piss! I mean, call me a pansy, but come on now. We done fought those things three times. And it's not the first time he's been covered in piss. Let's mm. be honest. I didn't enjoy it then. Man, I don't enjoy it. I mean, it. it's a pretty regular occurrence, to be honest, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> happens. Do be like that. Somehow so, life finds a way. Chev is looking at you kind of confused. So Mox would like to type to her in the course of all this and just hand it back over. Mm -hmm. We will do everything we can to keep you safe. And when the time comes to get out of here, you have a seat on that ride. Help when you can. So she reads that kind of nods. Uh, all right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, if if those special pants aren't important, I can I can we can go back downstairs and I can throw yours in the laundry, like I said, and then I can get back to showing you around. Sounds like a plan. This has been an enormous waste of time. Let's go. <laughs> That's my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. OK, so she leads you back down. You follow the same path. 
you go through the step, you go through the cave, you go through down the steps, you go into the silo. Uh, this time you go down another couple le levels. And you get to the bottom of the silo. You can see now that it wasn't like a massively tall silo, uh, not like some that you've heard of that might have been really, really big. This is maybe a smaller one, uh, but you get towards the bottom. At least that's where the steps leave, uh, kind of end and leave you to sit there. And you see that on what feels like the ground floor, you see that there are a couple structures uh, kind of those uh, like geodesic dome tents that you can just pop up very quickly. Um, there's one very large one in the middle. And then there's a couple smaller ones on either side. Think, uh, think kind of Mickey Mouse structure, one giant one in the middle, and then the two kind of up top like ears. And Chev will lead you to one of the like ears, one of the smaller ones. This is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> And there is uh, like a like a small door that'll pop out, and she goes and she opens it for you, and she goes, "Yeah, right in here. I can show you what we were um, what we were working on." As Mox goes to step in, he gives her a long look. And then nods if she doesn't give him anything and steps she, in. She, she kind of tries to give you a little, like, I, I, this is, this is just what's happening without shrugging, like without saying, you just got to do it. <laughs> like, this is what I was told to do. It's what she's trying to convey. Okay. So inside this tent, this kind of smaller structure, it's it's almost like a like a small conference room. We haven't had good luck with conference rooms. <laughs> or underground structures. True. Uh, or travel. Or people saying that we should trust them. <laughs> And then everything's fine. I I really keep putting you in tough situations, don't I? Oh, it's fine. Uh, but it makes us stronger. But so instead, <laughs> no one has told you everything's normal and you're not in danger here. So no one's told you that right now. Uh, so this is kind of like a, it, it feels like it m might have been a conference room uh, just kind of from how it's set up. Uh, there, there's a couple collapsible chairs off to the side. There's some small tables here and there. In the middle of the room, in 
instead of a big table, there is a long, low cage. Think like a dog cage, but instead of... It, it's really long. It's like maybe... 10 feet long. Like a dog run. Yeah. Yeah. And inside that cage, you see it's hard to tell how many because it's a real big clump and cluster. And there's a couple of these clusters. But you see that same inky black shaggy fur and you smell immediately that same rotting flesh death smell very very raw animal smell and At the other end of this room, you see that guy that had been in the shack when you first entered it. And he is standing there holding uh, two handguns down at his side not pointed at you. (sighs) Chev, I don't know why this took so long, this person says. I'm probably... I'm probably gonna have to kill some more of your crew. (laughs) Excuse me? Really now? Because I have IBS? That's not fair. These things that are in this cage, just want to make sure that I am picking up what you're putting down. Do these seem kind of like the young, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They... You, as you stand there for a quick second taking this in, you see that there are little groups, little clusters, and it, it, it very much seems like uh, there, there are several of these smaller creatures just huddled together in each of these little groups, these little piles of fur, even though they smell real bad. Uh, you see a head pop up and it's like a smaller version of the head that you fought with and shot and is all over you. And actually, the the head that pops up, you see it kind of sniffing the air and looking in your direction, Mox. Mm. And it gives you that little head tilt to the side, puzzled animal tilt. We're going to burn this entire place to the ground. You're officially now it's mommy. Don't do this. 
and uh, Chev is kind of backpedaling a little bit, and she has her, her hands. No, no, I just, I, I, I was doing everything I could. I promise, I was doing everything I could. I, I couldn't tell them. I couldn't. What was I supposed to do? What was I supposed to do? Mox steps in front of Chev. Mm-hmm. God, I can't believe he's doing this. Um, steps in front of Chev and says, "Look, he genuinely pithed his pants." And you should be able to smell that from where you are. So why don't we take this down a notch, eh? She did her best. We're a pain in the ass. Nothing you can do about that. Mmm. <sighs> no. No. She had a job to do. Can, can we kill him now? Can we kill him now? So we come to this place to bring you fucking supplies and this is how you treat us. Interesting. Wow. Zeke keeps some real good friends, right? I don't understand. What's the fucking hurry, loser? You're in the desert. <laughs> I mean, nice operation you got going here, but let's... What? Oh, standing down here for ten minutes, standing down here for half an hour. Who gives a shit? Ah, uh, I. And he, he he shakes his head. He's just frustrated with these shenanigans. Ah, uh, need right, a snack. <laughs> grumpy. I'm. It's just, can fun. can it's in that uh, truck that's upstairs. <laughs> can Mox during this time? have from trying to do this stealthily one of the pouches on his belt and tried to remove my C4 hold on just a block of C4 yes casual he's an explosives guy this is exactly where his head is going and I'm okay alright no no Uh, flight of hand check yeah, that's not going to be the best thing ever. Uh, you got it, but can you use it? Fuck it. He's not doing this stealthily at all. Four. <laughs> no stealth. All right. So this guy is uh, kind of reprimanding Chev, kind of yelling at her. He sees what you are doing and immediately raises both pistols, points them at you. Ho, ho, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa. These things here wouldn't happen to be important, would they? They seem really important right here. I... What did... Do you really think, do you really think you can just set a bomb while I'm staring at you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Look, you're dealing with a man that pissed himself. You're dealing with a 60-year-old man who's got a cybernetic leg and holding a block of C4. And I ain't exactly the most mentally stable motherfucker in this group. So I would really think for you to rethink that goddamn choice of yours right there, boy. And I'll I can't piss help myself but notice, again, hombre. 
can't help but know if you didn't say anything negative about be a draw, but you know, that's fine. We'll take it. <laughs> the faults are obvious, Moss. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, not trying to do this stealthily anymore. If I blow this shit up, do you have any protection from those fuckers up there? Or is it just the door? That might fuck up your operation. He shakes his head and uh, you see him I see. Yeah. So he's he's holding both guns on you right now. Uh, you see him kind of shake one of his hands, like twisting it a little bit, and you hear a motorized whir. And so you're in this geodesic dome conference room, right? The walls start rolling up, like the sides. Choo, 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 choo opening up and outside of where you were standing uh these these are kind of open walls now the the wall the the walls had just like slid down and they're sliding back up again because this was a modular construction you see that there are four more dudes each holding some pretty heavy-duty-looking shotguns. And this guy says, I mean, end of the day, I think they can fire faster than you can set off an explosion. <laughs> and, and Galen is just laughing menacingly. You very well may be right about that. But I promise I won't die before I finish. Well, this has been terrible hospitality. You're definitely getting zero stars on Yelp. Absolutely zero. We, we drive all the way fucking out here with your bullshit. Okay? Deal with your fucking weird door and your weird fucking ritual down. Whatever you're doing. We're just trying to help you out and get through on our end as well. And you're already coming up this way. Disrespect. Not to mention that I am damn sure that if anything happens to us, that you will no longer be receiving supplies from any of the fucking settlements around here. Actually, I'm Consider entirely you... sure. Sorry. No, please, Galen. I mean... I know Solace, and I know that they'll be putting the word out, especially if we get just taken the fuck out for doing this run for Zeke, and everybody knows that we're gone and where we gone to. They've had pictures and updates every step of the way. So if we go missing after this, they're gonna fucking know where we went missing, especially with all of the things that we have, making sure that our vehicles are taken care of up there. Especially since the DJs know exactly where we are and what we're doing. I wouldn't Always. venture to say that you have too much left on your life if we don't make it out of here alive. This could have been cut and dry. It could have been so Why easy. Gotta... Why you gotta be like that? He pauses when Galen mentions the dust jockeys. 
I... Hmm. Hmm. Are you saying you work for them or you've bought protection from them? We've got our own arrangement. You don't need to know about it, especially with that fucking attitude. Would you answer that question in this situation, you empty headed fuck? <laughs> Dense motherfucker. Okay, that's a fair point. You're right. Okay. You know what? We could have handled this differently. But... There's still time. But we're here now. And... And you've seen our operation. And I don't know that I can let people see what I found... And what I've done before it's ready. When you just go, oh, do I understand that? <laughs> what did Mox say? I missed it. Boy, do I understand that. And letting the C4 fall back into the pocket for right now. Uh, and, okay. And then, well, Zeke, Zeke was going to drop it off. And go. That's fine. That's what we were going to do. You the one that decided to bring us down here and show off your fancy geodomes and show. She's the one that decided to bring you in here. Hold up. Hold up. Pointing at Chef, not at B. Yeah, I know. Stop pointing shit at Chef, too. Hold up. Because... I I know anything. Zeke would not keep his goddamn trap shut if he had gotten anywhere near to monsters like this. So the fact that you guys are doing some shady shit, whatever the fuck this shit is, with monsters up there and just expecting Zeke to come over here, drop stuff off, and not say a goddamn thing, are you stupid? Look, I don't know why they followed you or came with you they normally don't come near here because of them pointing to what's in the cage so I don't know what y'all did on the way out here but I feel like you brought them with you and that's your fault it couldn't be the fact that you have their children in a cage in the middle of your building out here they were that we were you and wanted to get it back yeah no because they know not to come in here or else i kill more of them oh, jesus christ Can really you hear yourself wait so have you only killed the children or have you actually killed one of the big ones i've taken my share of trophies mm. No wonder they're so aggressive. You made them that way. Well, hold on, Hoss. You you keep the babies to make sure that they don't attack you. So they don't attack you, right? Am I getting that right? Okay, now you're mad at us for bringing them with us. Allegedly. But they're not going to attack you because they don't attack you because you got the babies. So you just mad you got to see them? 
He's got I, some anger problems. I came out here to do some very important work. I'm gonna do it. And and well, I'm trying, but they're interrupting me, and y'all are interrupting me. Uh, and not my choice. Mox is going to cock his head a little bit and say, "Wait a minute, are you a scientist?" I, I am. I, I am knowledge. I, I am knowledgeable in the scientific studies. Yes. I recognize the eccentricity that we all carry. You must be protecting something quite amazing here to stick around here despite all of this to go to such lengths to protect it. And you see him very almost uh, unconsciously glance back over his shoulder which is towards the bigger Mickey head. It's just the big Mickey head, the bigger, the bigger tent, and then look back at you. Uh, I'm, I might have, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, far be it from me to ask, like you said, don't want to show it until it's finished. I understand being somewhat of an inventor and scientist myself, but, you know, in my experience, take this from an old man, you know, Having someone who knows what great strides you made, that's, that's, you gotta have that one person who knows all the adversity you overcome, you overcame in order to get that final product. Give me a persuasion check. Why do I keep trying to play him this way? He's not built for this. <laughs> But a 19 plus 2 will still give me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That is, I'm really not built for this. That's a minus 2. Um, so 17, which is slightly different. Still, though, you see a shift in this guy's body language. He doesn't lower the guns, uh, but they tip down a little bit. And you see him now more bodily turn his shoulders back and look towards you. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess I could show you. Oh, and really? You also noticed that this was. Uh, this was the individual that Galen had seen open the uh, peek through the windows and open the door back at the start of all this. Galen had seen that that individual's eyes were all black. Mox, you are now seeing that as he is kind of more engaged with you now. And his eyes get a little bit wider with that kind of excitement. And he says, okay, okay. And it, it's kind of like there's a little bit of a manic shift that he's getting excited about something. Okay. Mox totally gets you. Just you. Everyone else. Come I, here. I understand, you know, um, you know, pro 
secrets of the trade between two. Be back, be back. Have fun, you two. <laughs> this is how he dies. <laughs> Not on episode nine, don't worry. <laughs> so you follow this guy and you walk through an open doorway. Not like one of the doors that are kind of snapshot that you walk through into this smaller room. You walk through this open doorway and you walk into this much larger dome, geodesic dome tent. You are immediately struck by that same smell of the creatures, only far more intense. Not like it's going to make you vomit, but you gag a little bit. And you see a large circle it's set into the ground, lined by metal, like a, like a big circular pool with, with a wide metal edge. And you see maybe a half dozen um, like mining pumps that would pump oil or a liquid out of the ground. And you hear a like a really thick sticky squelchy bubbling sound like there's a very thick viscous fluid uh, not like water bubbling but that same motion happening in something like jello almost yeah big bubbles like blowing and popping and it's kind of sickening and you see this guy kind of walk towards that and then look back at you and, and he he motions over <laughs> not gonna lie a little trepidatious uh, but does slide over and you look you you can kind of peek over the edge without getting to the edge, because Mox is a, is a taller guy. Yeah, 6'1". And, and you can see that this is almost like a well that has been dug. But instead of water, it is this thick black ichor that you are very familiar with because it got splattered all over you. And this guy is watching you look at it. And he says, it took a really long time to find but now I know how to use it. How? Well, I mean, um, if you don't mind sharing. He, he, he holsters his guns and he rolls up his sleeve 
and you see uh, pockmarks, injection points running all up and down both of his forearms. I respect the doctor who is willing to experiment on himself. That shows confidence in your creation. <clears throat> this is going to make me so much money. I've got bidders lined up that you would not believe. And now that you've approached getting it right, what does it do? He... He grins. And he takes a step back from you. And you see him... Stretch back like he's trying to like crack his his chest a little bit, crack those muscles there. And then as he stretches, his chest starts to stretch and ripple and expand and turn that same inky black from the creatures you saw and it expands way further because he's growing in size and his arms extend out and they get longer and you hear this wet ripping of flesh and cracking of bone as this guy's body starts to uh almost turn itself inside out as this monstrous flesh is like pushing itself out from his core and wrapping around and pushing his arms longer and one kind of slams down into the ground and his his legs get a little bit longer and the knees pop backwards into that animal leg and his his thighs are growing and, and all of his body is expanding out and he throws his head back and you see a white shard of bone almost split his skull and then start to fold around his head and he shakes his head almost like an animal, like shaking water off of his body. Uh, and he shakes his whole body and this dark skin settles. Like you see the flesh rippling and moving like something is under the skin. And this guy is now standing, not the creatures you fought, but a strange amalgam of a human and these things. As Mox has been taking all this in, unconsciously taking small steps back, unable to prevent himself from doing so, as it has finished slamming its arm into the ground and shaking mm -hmm. its head and looking at Mox, are you, um, <clears throat> are you still in there, buddy? <clears throat> 
so his skull is now very similar to the stag skulls of the creatures you've seen. It's not as big. It's a little bit more elongated. It does not have the the massive stag horns that you saw on the creatures that you've killed and fought. Uh, it's more streamlined. And he tilts his head to the side looking down at you because he's now he's not standing he's like his his forearms are down on the ground because they're super long but he's still like looming over you if that makes sense and he tilts his head to the side and you hear his voice and it's the same voice of the guy that was talking to you but it is garbled and uh it's like someone who has laryngitis, but they're pushing through the pain to talk, which I'm not going to try to do because my voice is all sure shot today. Uh, <laughs> and it kind of echoes. It's like it's talking. It's like the voice is coming out and echoing in this skull as, as you hear it. And he's like, oh, yes. And I am in full ownership of all of these abilities and soon anyone who pays will be as well and I think we'll call it there that's why I was waiting I was like that seems <laughs> like a good point same, so same. there we go episode Ooh. 9 uh, um, not what I thought we were going to do tonight, but it was fun. <laughs> um, so he's, oh, yeah. <laughs> they can pay can be a monster. You can be a monster, too. Yeah, it's a new pyramids game. Welcome. It's like a. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's that like Mary awesome. Kay, but for monsters. Yeah. yeah Master Kay. Awesome. <laughs> thank you everybody in the chat uh, thank you to all the players as well for sticking along with this wild ride uh, thank you for our future audiences listening I hope you enjoy when we get to uh, all of through all of these shenanigans uh, don't forget to come back next Tuesday uh, that's the 7th of November and we should still be going with Chaos Incorporated it is time for so longs though on this wonderfully spooky halloween so why don't we hear from mallow yes hi uh you can catch me at a catacomb this weekend in dayton ohio i'm looking forward to seeing you all there i will have all sorts of fun stuff for us uh and come play some games with me i have a demo table right in front of our booth uh so we'll be playing some games throughout the weekend uh so come by say hello uh and let's have a little bit of fun uh you can also follow me uh everywhere at the mallow man uh, where we are streaming a lot of things nowadays uh, on my personal channel as well. Uh, so come check us out there. All right. How about Wild? Yeah, so uh, you can follow me at The Mellow Man <laughs> and also Identico. And I'm taking Dog's thing right now because uh, I think it's great. And also because I know that there are going to be a lot of great adventures over at Akatakan. Um If you don't get to get go see them in person just throw them some love on social media 
It doesn't matter. Just take some time. Everybody will love it. Don't overthink it. And uh, thanks for chilling with us tonight. We'll see you next time. Pete? If you want to see my viscous liquid covered body, go to a catacomb this weekend and follow me at the Mallow Man on all the socials. It'll be there. Swear to God, if it is not there, <laughs> I will riot. You'll just have to go and find out. <laughs> Lauren. Bye. Um, you can find me places, I guess. 1,000 Faces cosplay or 95% Lauren if you like to look at booty. Um, yeah, I'm just out here petting dogs. So go pet a dog if you can. It's delightful. And thanks for Here. sticking with us. And Ethan. We are Thousand Faces Cosplay. You can follow us anywhere, Thousand Faces. And we will be back on Saturday. Well, Lauren will be missing her first episode. Mm. But the Wild Beyond the Witchlight stream will be returning Saturday afternoon on Misty Mountain Streaming if you want to watch me DM those weirdos. Also, go to a catacomb and send me lots of videos, all the shenanigans that you see. Please do that since I can't be there and I am Major FOMO. Second, please, yes, do that. Thank don't you. Don't forget to hydrate. And definitely follow uh, Ethan's TikTok for wonderful uh, game running discussions and expertise and advice and just general goodness. Oh, yeah. And I am on the socials at the Caleb G. You can find me at for Chaos Incorporated. You can hear me in Farm to Fable. You can hear me in the archives of the RPG Academy. And of course, in person this weekend at the time of recording, uh, November 3rd through 5th at a Catacon 2023, Dayton, Ohio. You can still get tickets on tabletop.events. You can buy tickets at the door. There are many, many games and events that still have open seats. Uh, I believe uh, we've got someone that is running a four-table D&D epic showdown. And there's still open seats for that. So if someone wants to come down, we need to pack that one out. We're going to have some karaoke. We're going to have uh, some fun LARP events. It's just going to be a heck of a good time. So please come on down. I should also say, too, that most of the cast of Chaos Incorporated are going to be on a panel Friday at 4 p.m. And uh, only good things can come from that. I'm just saying, if you've seen us together and you've seen us in this show, you know it's going to be shenanigans. So I promise to we'll bring the heat. We, when, when we're on the air, we, we keep a lot of our shenanigans in the chat. Oh, yeah, we're uh, tame. We're... You come to the you come to the private show. It's it's all off now. No, There's no sensors no to keep me back. It's no not hold me filters. back. Got nowhere to dump it. Yeah, Except it'll be great. It'll be great. So uh, please come down. If you can't stay ten pay attention to the socials, we'll try to post as much as we can. Uh, until next time here on Identico, take care of yourself, drink your water, take your meds, pet a dog, uh, touch some grass, eat some food, do something nice for yourself. You know, just do your best because that's all we need. Thank you. We love you. We'll see you next time. Mwah. Good night, everybody.
Neon Trails is Ethan as Mox, Lauren as Drawl, Pete as Dog, Wild as B, me, Mallow, as Galen, and the Caleb G is our game runner. You can learn more about the game we play on this podcast by going to www.playidentico.com. You can join us live for these sessions every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash identico. And you can watch along with past episodes and see additional content like how to play videos over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash identico. Finally, you can follow along with us on the socials at identico on Twitter and at humanoid games on threads and Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.